Welcome everyone to the first episode of the first season of Master Your Mentality, where we show and viewers and listeners how to become successful and the best and 100% what you're capable of. This is going to be a great season. We got a new special guest every single week. For the first episode, I'm bringing in Janisha, the one and only. Janisha, how you doing? Good, how you doing, Jacob? I'm doing real good. I'm doing real good. So uh, I remember when I first met you, it was at the Seven Figure Speaker Conference with Eric Thomas, Jeremy Anderson, Inky Johnson, Coach Crump, legends. And I remember you had an amazing story. What was your biggest takeaway from the conference? Uh, my biggest takeaway was it's happening for me and not to me. You know, a lot of us have that victim mentality like, oh, I went through this. I can't do this because I went through this, you know, or so it's kind of like when he said that, it kind of like, ooh, it struck a nerve. Like, it, exactly. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was it was an incredible experience. I know I had about like 15 pages of notes. Oh, and, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I was actually thinking, so I first saw the ad on Instagram and, you know, I was thinking, you know, man, should I go or should I not? You know, it's a lot of money. And, you know, I just, I said I would sleep on it. And I woke up that morning. I was like, there's no money in the world that is going to amount to what I'm going to learn. And I just made that split decision. And I think, you know, that's what we all need to do is realize that we need to invest in ourselves to, you know, make sure that we want to get where we want to be. Uh, but agreed. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but so tell tell me a little about yourself, Janisha. What's your what's your origin story? Um, my name is Janisha Lasar. I'm from uh, Shreveport, Louisiana, small town. It's not too big. <laughs> it's like the third largest city, but it's it's small. And uh, what I grew up in foster care, like my yeah. whole life from ages one through eighteen. So it's been like all my life. And uh, I was in the military. I joined the military shortly after I graduated high school. And I ended up getting out and I was like homeless. And I ended up getting my CDL. So it was like, it was just crazy. So just, yeah. And now I reside in Atlanta. Like I just took a leap of faith and I ended up here. That's incredible. Well, thank you so much for your service. Uh, my dad was actually in the military too. He served 22 years. Oh, yeah. And just got out. Yeah, he's, he's glad he's out. That's for <laughs> sure. But, uh, yeah. How long did you say you lived in Louisiana? Uh, I lived in Louisiana all my life. So about okay. really about 21 years because I didn't move away until I was like, well, no, like 18, like 18, 19 years. And then I went back after I left the military. So mm, Nice. Yeah, I, I lived in Colorado for 14 years. I grew up in Aurora. Fort Carson? I'm, Around Fort Carson? Fort, Fort Carson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, right by Buckley Air Force Base. Gotcha. Uh I remember right before high school, my mom and dad, you know, said we we're gonna move up to Maine, and I was like, <laughs> to be honest, with you, I kind of forgot that was a state way up here. But uh, big change, big change, you know, going from you know inner city like three hundred thousand people to going Maine sixteen thousand culture shock, culture shock. Oh my gosh, I'm telling you, the amount of lobster I see every day is. It's crazy. <laughs> but, uh, so this first episode is called The Art of Persistency. And so uh, tell me, Jenny, so what methods do you use that keeps you going? What methods do I use to keep me going? Mm, 
took some notes, but I don't want to like. I don't want to go off notes. I want to go off my head. Oh, no, you're good. Yeah, speak from your heart. Whatever works. No, That's a deep question. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. So some of the methods I use is like um, just. Can you hear me? Okay. The heat just came on. It's like it's loud over this way. Yeah, well, yeah, you, yeah, we can't. Okay. So, um, just acknowledging my weaknesses, you know, like first off, like this, my that was my first step, just acknowledging my weaknesses, and that's what kept me going mainly, you know, because if you if you look at it like like just certain things held me back before, and then I listened to certain people and their, their fears, and it just, it kind of held me at a standstill, you know, and then I always, like I said, I had the victim mentality, like, I went through so much at a young age, I felt like, well, I can't do this because I, I went through this, you know, or oh. I can't go here because I don't, you know, like, I don't know anything about that, like, it, you know, being exposed to things at a young age really changes a kid's mindset, a person's mindset as they get older, like, the exposure is better. So it's kind of like acknowledging my weaknesses. So self-reflection first. And then I just went forward and I started like progressing towards my goals and what I want to do in my life. And it, all, it really just all started with me, self-reflection. I guess I could have said that first. <laughs> yeah. No, that's amazing. That makes perfect sense. I know that, you know, I try to live by, we don't let our past predict our future. And so I think that, you know, it's just, it's an amazing thing. And it's one of the hardest things to do to, you know, just kind of forget about the past, you know, like you said, not have that victim mentality. So you're able to keep moving forward. All right. So we're going to do segment number one. It's going to be a little quiz about my favorite athlete, the late and great Kobe Bryant. Uh, Just came up on his three year anniversary. Yes. Two days ago, January 26th. We met Kobe Bryant was... He was the man. He, yes. my legend. He, he's what got me started into basketball. Uh, that's, you know, he, Kobe Bryant is just incredible. And I actually, I started a charity basketball tournament last year because of him. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I call it Streets back here. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later. But uh, quiz number one. So Kobe Bryant, you know, known for his work ethic, known for being the best on and off the court, making sure no one works harder than him. So I have a question for you, Janisha. How many miles on, on how many miles did he ride on a bike every single morning? A twenty, B thirty, or C forty? Probably about thirty. But yeah. Kobe Bryant rode forty miles on a bike every single morning. Ooh. That was before his workout and before his you know, practice and everything too. Forty miles, yeah. Forty hey, miles. That takes dedication, man. Yeah, man, I, I when I first heard that, I was like, man, I want to, I want to try that. I got to about like ten or twelve, and then I was gassed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even even walking yeah. seven miles, you'd be like, man, this is cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, it's just it's an absolutely incredible, and I didn't even have a practice after that or anything. That was. That was like the end of my workouts, but that's why he's just such an amazing legend, and that's why I try to model what I do after him as well. It's unbelievable, but, man. It's yeah, yeah. It's a true testament to you know what we all want to live up to, and you know, shout out and uh, just to his wife, uh, you know Vanessa, and 
everything their family is going through. But you know, Kobe Bryant, he's he's the real one. But uh, so we're gonna get to our next question. A little bit of deep question again, but uh, what does persistence mean to you, Janisha? And how do you use it in your everyday life? Um. Like I said, I took notes, so you see me looking down, it's kind of like... Yeah, no, you're good, you're good. Because I'm nervous, too, so... <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, persistence to me means to keep going, to keep pushing, no matter what life throws at you. Whatever you run into, just know you have to get up and keep going. Every L oh, was yeah. designed for you to learn and keep going. So for, for, so for me, persistence is just to keep going, no matter how difficult it is. Literally, just to keep going. Because in life, I mean, we're going to run into a lot of, you know, hurdles, bumps, roadblocks. You see them 24-7, detours. But just mm-hmm. to keep going, no matter what you run into, just keep going. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, I, I believe persistence is, you know, one of the most important things that everyone can have. Because it's a really, you know, a true testament to, like, how people respond to their life. And it kind of reflects on, you know their future as well because you know if they just if something negative happens in their life and they just give up you know then they're just going to stay in place and so that's why i believe you know persistence is one of the best things you know qualities traits that a person can have because it allows them to keep moving forward and knowing that nothing can break them you know i like to say i go by uh saying uh you know if you hit a wall a brick wall eventually it's gonna break you know if you hit it enough times eventually it's gonna break you just have to be obsessed with the process mm-hmm. you have to you know love the journey and you have to be consistent I believe those three things if you have those three things you know the sky's the limit and you have you know the world at your fingertips and anything is possible yeah alright so we're gonna get to our second segment so I don't know do you have a notebook and pencil right now Janisha uh, yeah I can yeah Okay, yeah. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to, for our second segment, we're going to write one long-term goal and one short-term goal and how you can accomplish either one of them. Okay. I'll put it in my notes, in my phone. So I got you. Yeah, perfect, perfect. Long-term goal and short-term goal, correct? Yes. Uh, I just wrote mine, so uh, feel free to you know, listen and keep writing, but uh, for my short-term goal, I really want it to be like a mental and like relationship thing, so you know, I'm trying to grow streets, my charity basketball tournament, uh, it's happening July 29th uh, at the Wyndham Basketball Courts, we are going to have a bunch of teams come together, uh, play for charity, compete for charity, but uh, my short-term goal would to be just, you know, build those relationships. And I know they really emphasize that at the Seven Figure Speaker Conference. You know, relationships are key. You know, if you build those relationships and you make sure those relationships are transformational rather than transactional, then, you know, if you know people and know people, like, 
just everything's going to come. And I, th- I believe that's the most important thing. So if I can just, you know, learn how to build those relationships and, you know, put myself out there more than I believe a lot of good things can come. And, and, you know, I just need to do that by, you know, putting myself out there more. Sometimes I'm a little more introverted, I w- introverted, I would say. Mm-hmm. And so if I just put myself out there, you know, reach out my hand first, then I believe that, you know, that's possible. And for my long-term goal, it would definitely have to be getting my uh, basketball camp for kids up and running, uh, you know, getting my personal training, health coaching certificates, and just uh, honestly going in the motivational speaking industry as well. You know, my goal is to be, you know, one of the best in the country. Uh, I learned from the great Eric Thomas. He's actually what got me started on this, you know, journey and what uh, made me want to go to Atlanta for the seven-figure speaker conference. So just, you know, just being the best at everything that I do, you know, putting my best effort into everything that I do. My best, you know, the basketball camp I want to run for kids, um, you know, personal training, health coaching, motivational speaking, and just everything like that. And I, you know, like I said earlier, I believe I can do that through, you know, the three things that I talked about earlier through consistency, you know, obsession and persistency. But how about you, Janisha? Uh, one of my short-term goals is to get over my fear of public speaking. Mm. Uh, yes. And then uh, a way I can accomplish that is just talking to the camera every day, getting used to just talking, like interacting with people. The more I share my story, the more comfortable I'll be. So just that, that especially because this is a hard one. <laughs> like, <laughs> like people come to me and I'm just kind of like, Ugh. like you say, I'm an introvert too. So it's kind of like, man, it's, it's hard. Like I'm telling you, it's hard. Yeah. And, um, a long term goal for me is just, um, like you said, the motivational speaking, and also just because I know this is my purpose now. I really do. I truly, I truly know. <laughs> and uh, just me having a youth outreach program, more so, just like mm-hmm. kids that kind of grew up like me. I want to look look out for them more so, more than anything. That's amazing. Yeah, and so uh, David Goggins, he's actually one of my favorite motivational speakers. You know, like I kind of I'm trying to think about him, a lot of, model a lot of my stuff after him. You know, I tried to because you know he's one of the hardest dudes on the planet. He'll go out and run, you know, ten miles every day in rain, snow, whatever it is. But I remember, yeah. <laughs> I remember something he said uh, that just like was really eye opening and it, uh, it was really good information as well. He said that like. Whenever you don't feel like doing something, just record yourself in the camera and let you kind of find out, like, man, that's what I sound like. Yeah, that's, <laughs> the, that's, the, that's the reason I don't want to do what I want to do. And so I believe, you know, just having like that voice in your head or, so you can see it on camera and be like, man, I don't want to sound like that. But, you know, like, I think it'll really get you up and start doing stuff. And that's what I started doing, you know, like whenever I, was, oh, I don't want to get out of bed, you know, I'll just be like, I'll record myself man, I don't want to get out of bed. I'll be like, I'll record it and play it back to myself. And I'm like, that's what I sound like? No, I need need to get up. What am I doing? Right. (laughs) That was a really good moment that I kind of, you know, found that kind of clicked in my head. But uh, yeah. Uh, So tell me, who got you started in uh, motivational speaking and everything like that? Or what? who made you want to do what you want to do in the future? Well, actually, so it's kind of a long story. But, um, so, in 2017, I ended up getting my CDL, right? 
but it was like on my test day, my trainer, uh, Alan Ross, he was playing uh, ET for me. Cause I was like, man, I don't think I can do it. It's a big truck. Like, you know, I've been training the whole time, like learning how to drive it. But I was like, man, I don't think I can do it. It was raining this day too, it was crazy. So he played yeah. uh, ET video, I can, I will, I must. And what's crazy, mm. look, I keep it on the back of my phone too. Like I can and I will. Yeah, you can. Crazy. So, um, but it was like, bro, he played the video and it's like, it stuck with me ever since. Like I just been listening to it like every day, like literally every day. Like I ended up going to the oil field. I was like listening to ET, the secret to success podcast. I listened to it mm. every day, every day. And they brought Inky on a couple of times and it was like, I started listening to Inky. It was, I was like, man, I relate more to Inky than I do E.T. And it was like, I was listening to him like nonstop, right? So what was crazy, I was talking to one of my coworkers one day and I was like, hey, man, like, I really feel like I can do that. It's just, I'm scared because I don't want to be vulnerable. Like what you saw at the seven feet conference, like I had a breakdown. It was kind of like, that's what I was scared of. That's what I've always been scared of because this is my most vulnerable state, you know? So yeah. it was like, Mainly just listening to them, and then it's like I'm feeling the courage. And then for ET to even just walk up to me after I stood up at the Seven Figure Conference, man, it was like I know now, like this game over. Like, yeah, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And it's more so like we had a conversation. And he was telling me, even Jeremy, Jeremy gave me his personal number, and he was saying like, you know, me knowing that this was bigger than me. Like I went through everything for someone else. So when he said it like that. And I sat back and thought about it. I was like, you're right. Like, this, this actually what it's being like. Everything I went through is for somebody else. So I want to be able to reach that person and tell them like, hey, I'm, I'm living proof of what you went through. And it's okay. Like, you're going to get there, you know. And I could have said that yeah. at first. But I, like I said, I just want to tell you like the backstory a little bit too. Like how I even knew who E.T. was. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I remember Jeremy Anderson, uh, he said, your pain is someone else's gain. And I think that's just absolutely incredible. You know, it's so true. Uh, and at the Seven Figure Speaker Conference, I remember Inky Johnson when he was telling the story about like one of his first speeches and how, uh, you know, he went up to the guy after the show and he's like, man, what, you know, what am I going to get? What am I going to get? And uh, he gave him a coffee mug. <laughs> <laughs> but then he just, he stayed persistent with it. He, you know, kept going. He kept doing show after show. And eventually, you know, now he's making seventy, eighty thousand $80,000, you know, for a gig. Right, right. And if you just stay persistent with it, if you never give up, you know, you, the sky's the limit. You just, you can do absolutely anything. Okay, so, all right, last question, Janisha. How do you create discipline that creates or leads to persistence? Mm-hmm. Kind of back to what I said earlier. I know I keep saying, like, never give up, because that was the main thing for me, it was just to never give up. Like, I faced so many problems in my life, so I was always, like, I can't give up now, you know, because I'm almost there. Like, it's like I faced the hard stuff back then. Yeah. Like, if I keep going, it's going to get better. And I always, like, wake up, like, knowing, like, even if I had a bad day yesterday, I kind of wake up knowing, like, hey, today is going to be a good day. Like, it's got to get better. You know, like, you can't be stuck exactly. in bad forever. And it's nine times out of ten, it's always gotten better. So it's kind of like the discipline mm-hmm. for me, like you said, even with the, you have to be obsessed with the process, too, the journey. Like, oh, yeah. 
that's kind of what's been going on as well. Like, I just been obsessed with it. Like, hey, like, I have to make it. Like, I have to do this. Like, I have to keep going. I have to get up. Like, no matter what. Like, literally. And it's, like, it's been working. Oh, yeah. I remember uh, Steve Harvey had one of my favorite quotes. He said, you know, if in your, if you're in hell, why would you stop? Right, right, right. Oh, yeah. Hey, exactly. Right. And it, you know, it sound it may sound like cliche to say never give up, but it, it's so true. I mean, <laughs> like if you never give up, I mean, the things that you can do is just absolutely incredible. Like, hold on, let me piggyback off of that. So it's kind of like, yes. you know, it's a post going around. I think I believe on Facebook. I want to say, and it's like, uh, why would I quit today when tomorrow could be the day I win? And it's kind of like, you know, that, that's pretty much what I'm what I'm saying, like. Why would I stop today when tomorrow could be the day that I actually just get out there and do it? You know, like, it, that could be the day that everything just turn around. So why give up today, you know? So it's like, that's, exactly. that's the art of persistence. Like, just to keep mm-hmm. going no matter what. Like, no matter what. Yeah. Whatever come your way, just keep going. Like, run to it. Don't stop. Of course. Yeah, say that quote again, actually. I'm going to write that down. That's amazing. <laughs> it's like, uh, why would I stop today? Why would I quit today when tomorrow could be the day I win? Why would I quit today when tomorrow could be the day that I win? That's incredible. That's amazing. It's not my quote. I don't know whose it is. I don't want to take credit. Man, when I saw it, I was like, yeah, that's it right there. I'm telling you, that's all life is, though. Like, like you said earlier, it's a journey. It is. And a lot of us, we don't enjoy the journey because we're too stuck on like man like I don't understand why this happened or you know like question it you should just enjoy it embrace it cause actually every failure is actually designed for you to be successful in the end you know it's a lesson every L is designed for you to learn from it like that's all it is oh yeah exactly you know every failure is a step closer to success I truly believe that cause uh little backstory on me how i kind of came into this motivational speaking business and industry and everything else is uh so i moved to maine and uh you know basketball is my sport it's my everything i always when every time i'm on the courts you know i put my 110 percent you know like i said kobe brian honestly kevin durant started that a little bit for me as well but uh you know i just i love basketball been playing it ever since i was five uh, so, you know, when I moved to Maine, I wanted to try out for the team my freshman year. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I'm going to try out for the basketball team. I did. And uh, I was cut. And I was like, well, OK, OK, you know, I just need I need to work harder next time. And so I did work a little bit harder on the off season. You know, not as well as I could have, obviously. But, you know, I, I worked a little harder and I tried out again my sophomore year. And I was cut again. And I was like, man, I honestly I didn't I didn't know what to do. And uh uh, that night, uh, you know, the coach told me uh, all the other kids were, you know, going on the other side of the entrance. I went through the back and I just, I lied on the grass and I just, I cried because I just, I felt defeated. And, you know, I felt like the thing that I loved most didn't love me back. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I walked home, I plugged in my earbuds and, and I just, I needed that voice in my head to push me limits that I've never been pushed before. And so I was searching around and on, searching around on the internet and, you know, for motivational speakers, I came across Eric Thomas. 
Man, you know, I heard the I heard this speech when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe. First speech, best speech ever, and that I've never had anything click more in my life. It was just like it just flipped a switch right in my brain, and I started waking up at 5 a.m., going to the courts across uh, the outdoor courts across from my house. You know, 15 degree weather, 20 degree weather. Ooh. I would. Go to school 7 a.m. or 7.50 to 2.10. Go to work from 3 to 8. Come back and then play basketball to 9 to 10 o'clock at night. You know, I just I needed to make sure that whenever I was working, that no one would work harder than me. And I believe everyone has that mindset. There's nothing that you can't do. And I made varsity the next year. And it was just, it was such a fulfilling moment for me because... You know, I said what I was going to do and I did it. And it was the most, it was the best feeling in the world. And I just, I can't explain anything like it. And so when we met Eric Thomas, you know, the first time when I was sitting in the second row and, you know, I kind of hear some gasp and like talking louder and I live behind me and the Eric Thomas was right there. <laughs> and I, I couldn't believe it. And my eyes were just, you know, wide open. And like the fact that he, you know, took his time to come before the show and like meet everyone, you know, shake their hands when he could have just been sitting in the back room waiting to, you know, actually do the right. show. And it shows a lot to his character and who he is as a man and a person, a husband, everything, a speaker. And it's just, it's an incredible testament to who I want to be and, you know, everything that he lives up to. And he just, he was the one that really started it for me. And, you know, I wrote my college essay about him. I did. <laughs> you know, he's just such an incredible man. It's just, it was amazing to see him. And going along with that in the Seven Figure Speaker Conference, I just, I've never been in a more genuine and like, what's the right word? Like successful or like happy, engaging environment. It was just, I've never met more nice people in my life. You know, everyone reached out their hand first. You know, I did the same and it was just, like conversations were just flowing. It was just absolutely incredible. And yes, yes, I can yes. second that. Yeah. Yes, it was. Definitely. That was like the place to be, man. It was it. Oh yeah. Even you know, like I say, even after like the first hour, I thought it was already worth more than. Oh you yeah, know. you got your money back right then. It was like, yeah, it was like, yeah, it was worth it. It was definitely worth it. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I, you know, I got so many contacts and, you know, like I said earlier about my short-term goal, building those relationships, you know, I was trying to just say that in my head. So I, you know, knew, man, okay, I need to, I need to put myself out there. I need to, you know, reach my hand out first. I need to, you know, talk to people. And I got so many contacts and, you know, you, of course, and then just, you know, it was just absolutely amazing experience. And, uh, uh, a couple of days ago, uh, you know, Jeremy Anderson, he did, and uh, Inky Johnson and E.T., Coach Crom, uh, Jessica Lundy, uh, CJ, they did the uh, Zoom virtual summit. And so it was kind of that same thing again where I was like, oh, man, you know, it's kind of expensive. Should I do it? Should I do it? And then uh, I ended up doing it because I was like, you know, I remember what they taught me, you know, invest in yourself to, you know, earn what you want. But ooh, that was absolutely incredible as well, just man it was just an amazing experience and uh i remember actually oh yeah so it just clicked in my head but uh jen gottlieb she you know one of our last uh speakers at the seven mm -hmm. speaker conference she 
uh, did her presentation about eight things that successful people do that she's noticed in her career. And number seven was don't compare your chapter one to their chapter 20. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that just instantly clicked with me because I was like, I'm a very competitive person. <laughs> you know, too much, as, too much, as some would say, but like I always kind of I find myself like comparing myself to others and you know where I stand and it's just kind of a competitive edge I have you know like and it, sometimes it's a good thing because it you know pushes me to be better for myself better than what I was yesterday but it's also like you know you're just starting out you know I'm just, I'm just starting out so like why would I compare myself who's just starting out to someone that's already you know had their success and doing their career you know and so it just kind of helped me realize that I need to kind of just focus on myself and, you know, just realize that, you know, I'm just starting out. There's going to be, you know, kinks. There's going to be, you know, things I need to work out, but that's okay. Cause that's a part of the process. And it all comes down to every failure is a step closer to success. And that's just, it's a true testament to, you know, what she was saying. And it's just, it was absolutely incredible. But, uh, I don't want to say who was your favorite speaker at the conference, but, uh, what was something that really resonated with you at the Seven Figure Speaker Conference that everyone else should know? Um, Jeremy, pretty much, and it was uh, when he was like, you know, there's purpose for your pain. Because, yeah. like I said again, like back to the victim mentality, it's more so yes. like we always like, why me or. Why did mm -hmm. I have to go through that? Maybe and blah blah blah. But it's like it's always purpose for your pain. Or even if you didn't go through anything, it's kind of like like you said, you had to step back. It's a purpose for that though, because like you said, when you got back up again and you just, you, I'm gonna do this, you know, and you put that hard work in, that dedicated, that dedication mm -hmm. to it. It was like, bro, it's no limits. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like when he was saying it, I was like, boy, here at home. It was, I was yes. like crying nonstop, and it wasn't like sad tears. It was just like, man, this is hitting me where it hurts. Like you know, because it's like it is purpose for your pain. And oh, yeah. it's like, man, even just with Inky, just hearing him and like how he was saying the injury, like he thought he was going to the NFL, and God had another plan. Like, hey, that's not what I had for you. It was like he couldn't accept it at first, but he ended up accepting it. And it's like, it's kind of like we're all like that. Like, we have a plan over our life. It's like God says, oh, no, I didn't have that plan. You know what I mean? We reroute you right quick. <laughs> Just, <you> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, another kind of thing that sounds a little cliche, but I mean, it's, it's so true is that everything happens for a reason. And, you know, something not an outcome may not be what you expect or what you want, but there's a reason behind it. There's a reason that it went that way. You know, there's a reason that it's going to lead you to a better path. And it's how you respond to that outcome that will ultimately determine your successes in your future. Right. But, uh, um, Inky has a uh, quote, and I love this to this day. It's, uh, can you be committed to what you're doing without being emotionally attached to the outcome? Mm. And it's kind of like you know when you when you hear it you're like what but you know like when you actually like just listen to what he asked it's kind of like yes. can you be committed to what you're doing without being emotionally attached to the outcome 
excited. Exactly. We put the attachments on the outcome. Like, I'm only going to do this if I get this in return. Like I said, he worked so hard all his years. He ended up going to D1, D1 college, you know, football, starter. One injury took him out. He was yeah. 10 games away from being in the NFL. So it's like, bro, that's it's hard to swallow. Like, it's like, man, like, everything just got stripped like this. He was like, he couldn't accept it for so long because he didn't understand. Like, why? Why? Like, why? And he was going to be able to finally take his, take care of his family, kids, everything. And it just, everything just got stripped overnight. But God had a different plan. And it's like you said, back to what you said, everything does work out. Like, everything. Oh, yeah. The good and the bad. Whether we believe it or not, it does. Mm-hmm. Just... Right back to it. You had to stay persistent. Yep, exactly. <laughs> exactly. When it's just Inky Johnson's mindset, you know, he has he did he's mastered his mentality. Yes. yes. He was gonna be an automatic millionaire, you know, like you said, ten games away. You know, and it's just to have something stripped like that, it's gotta be heart wrenching, it's gotta be, you know, one of the hardest things to ever happen. Cause something that he loves so much. And I remember, you know, when he, uh, on that speech, the you know, same speech uh, that he did, talking about how he was 10 games away, he was saying he, how he was talking to the doctor. And the doctor said, you know, son, you might not ever play be- uh, football again. And he said, you know, went on to say, you know, no disrespect to you, doctor, but you weren't out there watching me on the field, you know, when my mom had her car lights on the field so I could play at 10 o'clock at night. You know, no disrespect to you, doctor, but, you know, it's just, oh, man, it makes me cry every time because it's just like, you know, that was my thing with basketball because, you know, I wanted to be in the NBA for so long. And, you know, I just, like going out there every single morning and night it's just I know what the hard work is and I know how much you know sport or anything can mean to you because it's just when something you know doesn't go your way it's just it can be it is painful but it's how you respond to it it's how Inky Johnson respond to it and how he became one of the most you know successful motivational speakers of all time influencing millions and millions around the world and it's just, it's absolutely incredible. But, uh, yeah, Inky Johnson is, he's the man. <laughs> he definitely, definitely. Cool. Yeah. But, uh, all right, so we're going to move on to our last segment of the day. And so, Janisha, mm-hmm. this is my favorite one. All right, so I'm going to have you call someone and either thank them or, you know, for helping uh, you get to where you are today or you can compliment them or you know just give them advice give them a little something that you know can push them to be 100% what they're capable of okay. what do you think the person's gonna be it's off the top of your head who do you think my grandma oh I love that I love that that's awesome let's see if she answers yeah Oh, lady. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. 
Hey, Grandma. Hey. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How about you? I'm great. Look, I just had to call you and tell you thank you so much for always just being the person that I can call and just ask for a prayer. And you pray immediately, just speaking life into me, always being you. You know, I love that. You too, darling, and you know I'm gonna always do that, darling. Four days before I was praying, and I said, Lord, I said, whatever journey she had, not Lord, I said, let your blood cover, Master, keep us safe. Yes, ma'am. It's nothing like a praying, Grandma. I just, I just wanted to say thank you. I just had to call and tell you thank you. I love that. Like I really do. I always talk about that. Uh, where you at now? I had to call you back later. <laughs> Hello, ma'am. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't want you to hear this. I, I mean, I'm on a podcast, and I had to call you live to let you know, like how much I appreciate you and everything you do for me. Okay, darling, and I love you too. I love you too. All right, have a good day. You as well. <laughs> that was amazing. You kind of sounds like a smart lady. <laughs> it's amazing, but yeah, you know, it's the reason behind that. As you know. Just spreading that positivity, spreading that, you know, like, because, you know, tomorrow is not guaranteed. Right. And one of my favorite things, actually, quotes uh, from Rocky Four. I don't know if you've seen it. When uh, Rocky and Apollo Creed are in the ring, or sorry, Rocky Three, uh, they're in the ring. You know, he's uh, Rocky's training to fight Mr. T, but, uh, you know, Rocky's headspace just isn't there. And so, you know, he's just kind of, you know, half, you know, punching and half everything. And so... Apollo Creed is just kind of beating him up on him, you know, in the sparring ring. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, Rocky says, you know, tomorrow, tomorrow. And then Apollo Creed goes, you know, there is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. Mm. And so he just, that was just crazy to mm. me because it's, it's not guaranteed. And, you know, you need to do everything that you need to do to be successful today because tomorrow might not get, not be guaranteed. And, you know, just spreading that positivity, you know, letting the person that helps you become where you want to be, you know, let them know that you're thankful for them and let them know it's just there's no reason to not do it because it'll make their day. It'll make your day. And it's just it'll keep that chain going. And I just believe, you know, that's what this world needs. And that's just, you know, what we need to do as society to become better as a whole. Yes, like, man. You actually made me smile with that. It's like, I love that. Like, I really do. And just, I live by that. That's actually my, uh, my kind of like my slogan. Just change the world yeah. and pay it forward. So I kind of like, I always yeah. try to pay it forward, no matter what. Whether it's paying for somebody in front of me in line, because that makes, that catches everybody too. It's like, why, why did you do that? I never had that happen. And we'll start talking and it just go for that. And I was like, you do it to somebody else. You know, just one person can make a difference. And it's like, it's just, it's like a ripple effect. One person, one person, one person. Just keep going. Like you say, we, today, it might be not, there might not be a more tomorrow. So, you know. Exactly. I think my grandma smiled though. <laughs> oh yeah. No, she definitely oh, yeah. Does. She's an amazing woman. But, uh, all right. That's a, that's a wrap. Thank you so much, Janisha. Come on, master your mentality. Uh, tell the listeners, though, how they can reach you, how they can contact you, and, you know, how they can uh, visit your website, email, and everything like that. Mm, my email address, I don't know if you're going to, like, tag it or whatever. Yeah, okay. no, I will. Uh, my email address is jklayssard at a solid foundation.us. And uh, I will give my number out, but 
Man. Man, at the conference, man, I got over a hundred some text messages. I'm still trying to go through this. I know, same. Like, yeah, I'm like, email from now on. And uh but I don't really have social media right now, so it's like I have the TikTok, but not really. So mainly the email, you know. And I know for sure we're gonna do this in person, like Oh yeah, of course, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Janice. You've been an absolutely amazing guest for the first episode of the first season of Master Your Mentality. Couldn't have asked for a better guest. You were just such a true inspiration. And I know that you're going to make the biggest difference in this world. And everyone you know, needs to look up to you and what you're doing. It's just absolutely incredible. And you do truly live up to the art of persistence. And I just... It's just amazing what you're doing. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity, Jacob. Thank you. Absolutely. Of course. Stay persistent. Watch. Oh, yeah, definitely.